0: Let your kids be a little bit dirty. What? Don't. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, like
1: too fast these days, Magnus. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the world's greatest parenting podcast. This is Overly Honest Dads. Overly Honest Dads is a podcast that aims to give you a very honest, occasionally brutally honest viewpoint on what parenthood is really like. My name's Matt and I'm your host. I'm joined, as ever, by my podcast pals Magnus. Hi guys. And John. Hello, hello. How are we doing?
0: Yeah, not too bad. It's been some time since we we spoke. It has,
1: it has been a little while and um, I'm going to do a bit of housekeeping up top. Um, so um, loyal listeners out there um, will might notice that we haven't been posing quite as frequently recently and that's because we have moved to remote recording. Uh, we are, we're recording this on the first day of the second lockdown, but we moved to remote recording a little bit earlier because we could see that that was a direction that things were going in because there's lots of COVID around. So we're doing remote recording, um, and but things will get a bit more regular from here on in. So we'll be back. Back to weekly posting um, uh, from now on. And uh, in, we also will be changing the recording, uh, the, the posting date for the podcast at some point. Um, we're not sure exactly when that'll be. That's all in the very capable hands of our podcast guru, Mo- Magnus. Magnus. Magnus? 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 You're calling me a mug? <laughs> uh, yes, Shocking. yes, I am. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, and to tell you about this episode, so I think this is episode 29 uh, of our podcast. Um, and for this episode, we're going to go back to to the format we had at the start when we first started recording. So when we first started doing Open Honest Dads, we did, we tackled sort of a big subject every week. Um, and we had a discussion, occasionally debate about some kind of parenting uh, issue. And then once we got to the point where we were exhausting most of the obvious podcast episode ideas, we started to do segments where we would have sort of recurring segments every week. But it was always the intention that we would get back to uh, sort of mixing up uh, some episodes that discuss big subjects and some episodes that just follow the segment route so we're back doing big subjects and for this week we're doing parenting philosophies so after, once we've got through dad news which we'll do in just a moment um we're gonna uh go around and uh tell you about our three uh parenting philosophies we're gonna do three each we're gonna go around the table uh the the, the virtual table um and tell you about our parenting philosophies i think that when uh, for, for all parents you can have like uh lessons you learn or approaches you take that will be individual to you and i think it'll be interesting to share what ours are hopefully they're different from each other hopefully we don't all have the same ones we've not shared them yet so it'll be a voyage of discovery for us and you but that's enough of me waffling how it's time for some dad news so uh we haven't discussed who i'm going to throw it to first so ooh, who, who who am i going to throw it to who am i going to throw it to? it's magnus magnus give us oh, dad it's news. me
2: oh wonderful That'll oh. be your face neck and chest <laughs> <In>
0: tra- <laughs> oh goodness there we are um yeah, well, uh, since, since we last spoke, which was some time ago, things have been really in motion. I know that I was saying that she was changing previously, but Who's we've she, had some the massive... cat's mother? what well, Quinn, my my dear daughter. Uh, we have had some massive leaps, I think.
1: I thought you said massive leaks for a moment then. I was...
0: No, no, th- thankfully not. Well, well, I, I would say, aside from, oh God, being well into the terrible twos holy shit um she feels like a proper kid now she's she's singing for enjoyment and in tune kind of within reason um though is unable to say all the words that being said she can say most or at least attempts most tri-syllable words providing there isn't she a could. rogue r in there yes yeah, this is kind of fun you know Kind of really really sweet um some of her pronunciations also are insanely good um like off the top of my head, uh, laptop, water, Saturn, auto, in Czech, Connets, uh, her babysitter, Tatiana, pylon, oh. as well, because we've got a lot of pylons around this end. Um, pylon, and also furlough, she's...
2: just all sorts of random work.
1: COVID 19.
0: COVID 19, yeah.
1: Biden, novel coronavirus.
0: <laughs> she, she now attaches little English bits onto the words as well like it's a pylon it's a mole. How oh, this good. is a travesty. I know it's crazy. She no longer has any fear of of saying new words providing they aren't made up of too many syllables. I did try and get her to say the other day electrical pylon and <laughs> she wasn't hev- Yeah, of course. She wasn't having, having any of it. <laughs> oh um, <hell>, man. <laughs> yeah, enough. I know. I know. Also you you, you may remember from previous episodes I, I said that she had a really massive preference for me her father, uh, as opposed to her mum, and that appears to be reducing, which is good. She, she's giving mummy a lot, a lot of love. Um, she, something funny she did the other day, I was working on the laptop, um, and she was next to me, uh, having food, right? And I was facing away from her, and she goes to me, huh, dada, like asking, calling me. It was crazy. And then she pulls the evil face, which is like a Tony Montana face, so oh, she got my attention. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. She got my attention to pull a joke. Uh, so yeah, you know, like things, things, and that's bike rides as well. They're great. Oh the no, you're not. You know. Yeah, boy, yeah. Boy. All right. Well, I don't. Know if, I don't know if you guys will be happy about this, but um, that being said, some dickhead put thumbtacks into my fucking wheels the other ha. day when it, I had it parked <laughs> uh, outside a cop. Well done, and, man. Well, well, the next no, day. <laughs> The next day, Quinn grabs her helmet and brings it up to me, uh, and asks for a bicycle ride. Oh, and cool. she couldn't quite understand why she could not go for a ride, which was fucking infuriating and quite upsetting. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, still cycling. She's starting to
2: appreciate it. That's good, though.
0: Yeah, she really likes it. She like she loves it. She absolutely loves
2: it. Why did that it. person do that to your bike? I don't understand.
0: I don't know, man. Like my bike is a bit is a bit leery. It's like all red, red no, wheels right. and black frame and whatnot so uh, yeah maybe that's why
1: yes okay well thanks for that magnus um great to hear about quinn's uh verbal progress linguistic mastery john what have you got to say for yourself
2: so dad news i've done the very dad thing um a sporting event that happens every four years where a father will stand in front of the tv and watch the american elections and oh my god that shit has given me a hard on um we're now sitting at 253 for biden 214 for trump but the race is still going Um, American politics is fucking fascinating to me, to be honest, because it's, um, you know, in the UK, it's some guy loses his job in a, you know, in in a school gym, um, Mm. as you know, as an MP and, and here we're talking about, you know, really cool statistics. It's all driven down into detail and it's quite interesting to watch, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's been my, my sort of dad activity for the last three or four days um besides that it's been fun but i've been ill for three or four days and i've had to get a covid test which means we're all stuck at home and the kids can't oh, go to school and they're pissed me. so um yeah i got the the home test to swab myself with and uh, it's quite an interesting procedure to go through um which is quite fun what,
0: what is the procedure
2: oh you got the swab you got to put it on the back of your throat to your tonsils um, and then you gotta use the same swab and put it up your nose, and the up the nose thing is just so weird, especially when you're not used to having stuff up your nose. It's really annoying. But what what do you mean the same swab? The like the, swab, same like end a, the, swab. the same end of the swab. The same end of the swab goes up your nose. After Are you it's joking? Gone in your mouth. So you're putting, yeah.
0: your, you're putting your, your throat balls up your nose?
2: Yeah, exactly. Like. That's and then, fucking rank. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, and it was yeah just oh. Yeah, not fun. Not fun. Sorry. Sorry to hear that, man. I hope you're, yeah. you're, 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 you're okay. You're not. I'm waiting for the test. I mean, I'm feeling better. The temperatures um, dropped off today. Um, mm-hmm. Yesterday was 38.4, but I have to say, mm-hmm. the temperature was dropping quite quickly after I took paracetamol and kind of felt better quite quickly, which was nice. Okay. Um, but besides that, kids are, have been fun to have around, to be honest, um, the last couple of days. It's been all right having them here. Um, but yeah, it's just the thing they're a bit stressed because they like going to school. It's their own bit of outdoor interaction they have, if you know what I mean. And now that this lockdown has become even more important, so to say. So so yeah, so there we are. What about you, Matt?
1: Uh well it was Amelie's second birthday at the weekend, so we had uh, a uh, had a nice day for that. Um, my sister came along, um, and we went to the park. And it's nice because, like, uh, as you were saying, Magnus, Emily's like uh, language skills have have come on an awful long way. And so she was saying, like, my sis- my sister's called Jessica, and Jessica's three syllable, not very easy to say. But she's she was uh, repeating it off or quite often, and like on the baby monitor at night after she'd go to bed, she'd just be in bed going <laughs> Jessica, Jessica. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Jessica. Jessica. (laughs) <laughs> um, so we had a nice birthday. She got lots of new toys That's and she's sweet. at an age now where she kind of gets the idea that presents are for her and she, under- yeah. she she gets the concept of it. I don't think she understood why she got presents on that one day and then didn't get presents on other days. Um, maybe uh-huh. that'll be something she understands more next year. Um, had a nice moment with her yesterday. So I was bringing her home from nursery and she was very tired and so I was having to carry her a lot of the way. Usually she walks or we have the pushchair, but she uh, we didn't have the pushchair and she was tired. So I had to pick her up and I was kind of being a bit silly and she... she she just turned to me and said, silly sausage, daddy. <laughs> and I, right, I often call yeah. her a silly sausage, but I'd never heard her say it before. I'd be like, you're a silly sausage. And, yeah. and she just like, I'd never heard her say it. And just to her to, to surprise me like that out of nowhere. Silly sausage, daddy. <laughs> that was it's, very cute. I, um, I love the
2: sausage thing, man. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, it's do you use funny. it with your kid, uh, Meg, or not?
0: we we say a lot of things i probably say sausage as well but she has she has repeated some things that she she shouldn't repeat and we're we're getting the hint there's nothing overly bad like she said oh my god the other day and I'm pretty sure today she said holy shit so we need to (laughs) yeah we
2: need to sort that out yeah a bit like this podcast we need to sort out all the swearing for fuck's sake yeah
1: yeah, well it's not the F word I'm too worried about it's your it's your repeated C-bombs they're not just C-bombs they're like carpet C-bombs you know (laughs) By
2: the way, yeah. if you hear banging in the background, is it is tonight the the the, it's
1: the Guy Fawkes, fire, fire Guy Fawkes night. night,
2: isn't it? So oh, if you hear him banging is? during the thing, it's because my neighbours have just been popping off like crazy. So it's been going yeah, on nice. since about four this afternoon as well.
1: I went to the shop to buy a couple of beers before we started recording and I came back smelling like a bonfire. Um it's weird though. This is like I mentioned. This is the first day of lockdown. Like, going to the shop was the first time I'd left my house today because we're all working from home. Um, and um, and it's like it's it's dead out there. It is like proper lockdown again. Yeah. Like the streets are yeah. dead. Um, yeah. And I quite liked it because I like um, one, it one of the things I really loved about the first lockdown was just it was quiet all the time and it was really yeah. nice you have the streets to yourself mm-hmm. and it's a nice feeling but anyway this is I'm way off the topic of dad news now so let's rein <laughs> this back in um, we will take a brief break and when we return we're going to talk to you about our parenting philosophies so we'll see you for that in just one minute Welcome back to Overly Honest Dads. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, today's episode is all about our own parenting philosophies. And so we've come up with three philosophies that we all believe in that are central to our approach to parenting. And we're just going to go around in a circle, a virtual circle, and share what they are and discuss them, laugh about them, etc. So I'm going to go first, and I'm going to go first because I can actually roll all my parenting philosophies into one. Buy
2: expensive slippers.
1: So three philosophies in one. Live, laugh, love. Half oh, a fuck. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, see, no, no, see, <laughs> this, this is, is the bullshit I'm You're talking about. You're such a Karen. What seriously? <laughs> do you think that was acceptable? Yeah. Do you think do you think that's funny? Because that hurts. I've what? seen that on people's walls before. I think I'm pretty sure my mum has it
1: on her (laughs) (laughs) walls. Oh, it makes you vom. Die, cry, hate.
0: Romana bought that years ago. Did she? Along those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you still together?
1: I, I know, I know. I'd have dumped her right then and there.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. Die,
2: cry, hate.
0: She she loves that that wooden kind of rustic reclaimed wood shit that has like a like a, a white painted on logo on it. And I've tried to educate her, but sometimes it slips in. And uh you just yeah, gave me PTSD.
2: Dude, you have no idea, but I find all that shit around my house as well. The uh the heart the home is where the heart is, or the heart is where the home is and all that shit. And then all of a sudden now we got fucking signs coming up outside of rooms, like a little there's a little sign outside my bath like bathroom. I'm like, oh shit, I used to piss in the garage, I didn't know I had to piss in the bathroom. If there wasn't a sign there, I wouldn't know where to piss. Like, for fuck's sake, why is there signs coming up saying, oh, this is the bedroom, this is the kid." (laughs) Like, I know where I'm fucking going, it's my own fucking house, I don't need a fucking sign. It's insane, what the Fuck. Empty bird cages with, with candles. What the fuck with that? Like, what? Uh, uh, I've what got. The fuck she has. She has a fucking bird cage with a fucking candle in it. I'm like, what? there's no bird. There's like the candle. Can't, you never turn it on. What the fuck is the point? Oh, it's decoration. It looks nice. You fucking strangle a kitten for fuck's sake. It's ridiculous. <laughs> just no, I don't bullshit. know if you
0: guys can see this. If I just move this away. Now I'm just j- just to describe to the listeners. Uh, we can we can all see each other here virtually. Um, I'm in my front room behind. Bo- Behind my front, uh, behind me, uh, just above the mantelpiece and and, and the mirror, is uh, what says. I don't know if you can see that. But it says "Home." H O M E. Oh yeah, I see in reclaimed wood, and that that's Romana's oh, doing. Like, I- I- I'm a fully aware where I am. I know it's home. Are you sure? But she insisted upon putting it. There, yes. Are you absolutely. sure you're Maybe, at home, maybe, yeah. maybe she thinks that I'm an idiot. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's to remind me. Mate, like I, the have, I have fucking signs around the house. Before. It's insane. It it's just yeah. p- it pisses it, it's, me it's off. The whole it really fundamentally
2: woodland. pisses me off. It's like we've got like a, a runner carpet or in the hallway when you come into the house that's got like hashtag family, hashtag. I'm like, I'm going to piss Like, every time I come in, I've got muddy shoes, I fucking streak across the cunt so we get it dirty enough to get rid of it. I hate that that runner carpet. I really do. Like, there's no need for it. Uh, it's all like hashtag. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you guys so you understand the pain in my ass. It's insane. Great. Sorry. What's well, my shit? Live, laugh, love. So yeah, explain, explain your theory, Matt. Go on, tell well, us.
1: That was actually just a joke. Um, because. <laughs> oh, I okay. think fuck. fuck. Yeah, fuck. I, I, That wasn't a serious suggestion, but, um, An emotional I, roller coaster for that. Yeah. I, I was hoping to get a reaction and, and you guys delivered. So thank you for that. Um, but I'll give you my actual first parenting philosophy. Um, and it's something I've mentioned on here before, but it bears repeating. And it is to trust your gut. Um, when it comes to parenting issues. Um, So when you have a young child, like a very young child, and you're very new to it, you'll have lots of situations where you can overthink things or second-guess yourself. And um, when Alex was in the late stages of pregnancy, someone um, that I was in regular contact with at the time, someone I worked with at the time, they just said, trust your gut, and part of me, I mean, I'm someone who overthinks everything, um, and so I was worried about all sorts of parenting issues before they'd even happened. And, and, um, and, and this person rightly just said, look, you, you can worry about things. You can think about things till you're blue in the face until you've made yourself a nervous wreck. But when you're in a serious situation with your child, when you're in a difficult situation, often the remedy to it is, will come to you and it will it will come to you in the moment you'll instinctively know what to do obviously you might end up in some weird situations where you don't instinctively what to know what to do but thankfully i haven't had many of those yet uh but i really think trusting your gut um and not overthinking things is a good way to approach um a large portion of your parenting life
0: I, i don't think i can argue with that it's uh it's pretty true, really. Mm. Like I, I'd, I'd like to think that I'm quite a logical person generally, and I, I wouldn't usually trust my gut. Like to you know look at different avenues of thought, but when it comes to your kids, maybe it's because we have something innate in us. Mm-hmm. It's it, it usually is quite accurate. So I, I get those those mums now that seem to think that they know better than the doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those, those ones, but there's mm-hmm. a there's an element of truth in it.
1: Yeah. Um and and also like you know you can sometimes fall down a rabbit hole of trying to look up solutions to things online and end up you know um looking at solutions that that probably aren't relevant, suitable, safe or or, or wise. Um and really I think that Keep this is probably a slightly different philosophy, but I think is linked is just trying to keep things simple. I mean that's along the same lines as trusting your gut, just not overcomplicating things. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my first philosophy. So Magnus, why didn't you give us your first parenting philosophy?
0: All right, great. Well, thanks for that, Matt. Um, so my, my first first parenting philosophy is that kids are fucking idiots. <laughs> Yes, I, I realize I've I'm 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 a broken record, but it's true. Uh, prepare for your expectations of idiocy to be exceeded to unknown depths. Um, did 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 you know, guys, that turkeys have been known to have been so scared of fluttering pieces of paper in the wind that they've died on the spot from fright? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely true because i said it. now uh, that 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 is a level below kids Fake but not news, far okay. off. yeah. also guys um like think, thinking about it i think kids actually make you stupid as well. they affect you so profoundly in terms of sleep and re- relentless craziness oh, that, yeah. that that maybe they temporarily reduce your iq and make you a bit thick for a few years. I, I i don't know. but yeah. um going back to the philosophy kids are fucking idiots and and i have nothing else
1: fair Fair enough enough. i'm not sure i agree with that but yeah (laughs) all right john what have you got for us
2: so what i have got and it's a philosophy i will stick to is no means no Um, when you say no to a child don't then get you know stare down by them daddy please and then change your mind because the moment you bend on a decision you made they will then try and push you and bend you on everything you bloody tell them if it's a no or it's a yes stick to your decision uh because otherwise they will try and negotiate everything out of you afterwards i've learned that after the first one and definitely 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 like don't bend because the moment you bend with a kid the kid will fucking own you is the reality mm. on everything um if you say no for something uh both you and the partner need to be in agreement that it's a bloody no um because otherwise there's the other thing that happens which is uh daddy can i have this no mommy can i have this <laughs> yes okay every time i'll go to mommy for that um so there needs to be obviously you know aligned leadership um, but definitely if you say something, stick to it because the moment you bend, you're screwed. No, they have you over a barrel is the reality. That's definitely a mm-hmm. philosophy I stick to because I've learned the hard way. Do, do you ever have
0: fun with it, John? Do you ever let them have an argument with you And because you know you're going to fucking win?
2: What do you mean? No, they, they don't even argue with me. If I say no, they just realize that there's no point and they walk away. I don't bend I really don't bend I'm like <laughs> horrible in that sense so they know I think they, they tried at the beginning but now they they know when I say no it means no and that's it there's mm-hmm. no argument about
1: it uh, I think they're gonna chip away at you as they get older
2: well yeah if they're gonna be pushing me around in a wheelchair and I'm dribbling all over the place then yeah oh, I no, you know,
1: but... well you know there's gonna come a time when you've got three teenagers you're dealing with yeah Mm. And that's going to be hard because I remember what I was like as a teenager. I was a dickhead um, and Uh, most teenagers are. I think we
2: described teenagers quite vividly last time. And uh, yeah, I can imagine you were one of those as well.
1: So, yeah, I think, that you know, you've got this level of of, of respect from your children now, but I think it would be folly to expect that to continue uh, into the teenage years, especially when you've got more than one teenager.
2: Yeah, I think the stubbornness um, is definitely in them from me, and I think it will be difficult when they're teenagers, definitely. And I'm not looking forward to those years. But for the moment, I say if it's a no, it's a no. And I honestly recommend anyone to use that philosophy because you're going to Otherwise, you're going to be owned by your child.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, wants that that. there'll come a point, right, where, and this, ha- this happened to me, where my mum my would tell me, you know, that I could or couldn't do something. And if I asked why, she would say, because I said so. And that No, only... she, well, you can't do that either. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but that only goes so far. Like, at some point, you have to justify your decisions. And right now, you probably don't have to because they just take no as no. But as soon as you have to justify them then, and they're going to answer back, it's going to be an interesting situation for you all
2: now uh, you see but this is the thing i like explaining it because i went through that i, I went through the thing oh because we're your parents and like bullshit man like now that there are so quite quite openly this has happened recently like with chris i said oh, you have to go to bed oh but why do i have to go to bed what am i oh, you know it's it's early and yeah it's a school night, but it's not fair because my you know guy i go to school with has you know go, goes to bed later than i do and i literally sat down and said chris Reality is, mum and dad have mess. we get, you know what MS is, and I had to drop the responsibility on him and explain, like, when we get to a certain time in the evening, we are tired, it's difficult to look after you guys, and if you are up, your brother and your sister want to be up at the same time, so you need to understand that if we ask you to go to bed, because we need you to go to bed, because we're really tired, and I explained this to him, and he seemed fine with it, but he seems to be more grown up, and he is getting that stage where he's questioning everything now but Mm. i'm I'm open to explaining i think explaining things to kids is is a safe thing i think the the thing that you said "Oh, you're doing it because i said so that's the bullshit that they pulled on me when i was younger i fucking hated that man i really did yeah Um, you
1: don't win respect as a parent by saying that no no not at all so okay so let's go around with the second of our parenting philosophies and my second parenting philosophy is don't be afraid to ask for help or advice I suppose. Um, I think the the reason I say this is because I think a lot of people go into their parenting lives and go through their parenting lives um, almost with a sense of pride. And I don't mean pride in the good sense. I mean, pride in that you have an approach and a lot of people stick to that approach, even if there might be signs that it's not working or maybe there's situations uh, for which your existing approach doesn't quite apply. And, you know, you can get situations very early in your parenting life. So when you have your first kid, and I think when you have your first kid is where this is most relevant, you might have issues to do with breastfeeding, um, to do with attachment, to do with winding, feeding, whatever it might be. And, you know, when there are problems, share them with people and get help. Now, that could be help from a loved one. It could be help from a friend. It could be help from a professional. Like I think we discussed in some of our early episodes how we got help with breastfeeding. We got a breastfeeding consultant in early on, um, which to some people might sound like an extravagance, but when you've got an experienced person with you spending time with you giving them the benefit of your of their experience it can make you feel a lot less alone and in those early stages of parenting when it's your first child especially you can feel quite alone it's not like you know even though you might be seeing friends and family it's still you your partner and the kid just in it together and you know that can be that can be tough and you know that it's an old adage that a problem shared is a problem halved and although it might seem a bit rote uh, to say that, I think there's a lot of truth in it. So, my second parenting philosophy is don't be afraid to ask for help.
0: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. If I, agree you, with I that. think it'd be, it'd be good to be kind of humble. In your approach to parenting, at times mm. as well, yeah. like nobody we, we you're not born having, with the knowledge in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, we, we we discussed earlier on running with your gut feeding. Yeah, for sure, but within reason. Uh, that there's there's people out there that have experienced things uh, that maybe you feel are unique to you. So it's worthwhile you know asking around, gathering opinions, taking what you need, being humble about it as well. don't think you know everything um yeah it's uh, it's it's an interesting one,
1: yeah, because ultimately unlike me, most people don't know everything that's <laughs> your penis, and you know it's a shame, but it's the reality, so magnus, two degrees magnus, magnus it's it's your turn right it's my
0: turn um let your kids be a little bit dirty what don't no 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 kids no, no. i mean i mean like
1: too fast these days magnus what what are you talking i mean we need to preserve innocence
0: <laughs> <laughs> i did not mean that get your, your mind out of the gutter matt don't uh, obsess uh, over cleanliness too much like don't don't fucking wipe their hands in the face like mad don't reach for that yeah. wet wipe every time studies have shown um that you're not giving their immune system a good
2: trial run uh, i think ba- the, the baby's podcast uh, the baby's show told us that as well didn't it <laughs> yeah yeah I th- yeah i think so I exposure think so. exposure to germs for a dog i think was the example yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
2: true just just don't just
0: don't let them eat poo like john <laughs>
1: yeah don't eat poo like me uh speaking of which I, um the company i work for i am recruit i'm working on a job which involves um uh, uh working on a, a treatment for fecal replacement
0: ah yeah i've literally mm, got stuff. to talk
1: to people about fecal replacement treatment um but anyway mm-hmm. i'm yeah well i probably shouldn't talk about this on the podcast john what's your second yes. philosophy
2: my second philosophy is lead by example um ooh good one now, what I mean by that is that when your kids oh, I'm are coming, growing You're going to be a cunt. Sorry, go <laughs> We weren't going to use the C word, you cunt. What's wrong with you? Oh, look how disappointed Matt looks. It's amazing. He's so disappointed. Do you, know,
0: do you know what we need to have? Like a cunt sound effect with reverb yeah. and delay. <laughs> no.
2: A t-nook. Just call it a t-nook. It's fine. Anyway, so the, the leading by example thing, and, and I mean this, is... You can't expect your kids to do stuff you don't do in the first place. So I have learned that uh, some automatically I've done because I've always done and other things I've pushed myself on doing is helping around the house so that now Christopher is eight and Sienna is, he's nine and Sienna's seven and I can get them to do things around the house to help mum because it's difficult. I'll oh, just do that and to help mum. But if I don't do anything to help mum, you're like, yeah, but dad, you sit around and sit on a sofa all day and you don't help out. So now, well, I've always ironed shirts, my shirts, I've always done all the ironing because I enjoy ironing anyway, but that's a separate Excuse thing. Excuse me. But on Saturday, I now categorically say, mummy's not doing anything on weekends and I wash up the dishes, I do everything to make sure that she has the day, a couple of days off and uh, and the kids help out. And the kids then, now Chris hoovers his room, Sienna hoovers her room and then sort of, you know, sort of, kind of allowances are starting to come in with christopher and allowances are going to start coming in with uh with sienna as well but it's kind of introducing them to helping out so it doesn't always rely on mum it's not mama has to do everything and mum you got to pick up your own clothes you got to tie your own brood but if i don't do it as a dad and only and i expect my wife to do everything how they're going to listen well that doesn't do anything so it's about leading by example and that's really started to pay off and i'm really starting to see those things kicking in now um so i really stick by that philosophy
1: okay great uh, yeah um so let's do our last parenting philosophy so um my final uh philosophy is actually informed by some uh, something i kind of noticed about myself um uh, over the last couple of weeks so I, I noticed this when i was looking at some videos that we'd recently taken of Emily, and on each video um i was quite sort of loud and trying to get Emily's attention and not letting her sort of do her own thing and kind of just ob- observing her and letting her sort of live in the moment. So my 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 final parenting philosophy is don't make it about you.
0: That's a good one. Really? I like that one. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: Because. I think that coming at this from a few different ways. One is certainly that if you always try and dominate a situation with your child, then you're not letting them express themselves develop. or explore the world in the way that they uh, should probably mm-hmm. probably be doing. Um, you know, I think that we're, we're like in like a lot of things, we learn by doing. We learn by being in the world by interpreting what's around us. And if there's someone around us who's being like, "Look at me! Look at me! Look at me!" It's annoying in any context. Um, and it must be that way with kids as well. And surely we annoy our kids if we try and make things about ourselves. Um, and yeah, I, I, this manifested itself in videos of Emily, where I'm like, hi, Emily." look at me look at the camera blah 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 and you know I can uh, she wasn't really reacting particularly she's two years old she's not going to do that much reaction but I kind of cringed at myself in a way Um, and Mm -hmm. I didn't really like how I interpreted my own actions on that and also you could look at it from the perspective that some people use their kids as accessories to a large extent Mm. or they define themselves by the fact that they are parents and you know being a parent isn't I mean, it is special to you, but your status as a parent isn't particularly special. I'm not sure what the statistics are, but an awful lot of people have kids. It's not unique. It's not special. It's something <laughs> no. that a lot of us Very do. Very common. Yeah. And, you know, fair enough. For some people, it might make sense to define their lives to an extent by the, by their status of being parents. But really, if we're going to, if we want to be good at what we do as parents, then we need to make it about the children and re- realise that we're just a supporting role. They're the star. We're, we're the supporting role. So
0: mm-hmm. related to this, and I really, really like this point, Matt, because um, it, it's something that I used to do, but it, it wasn't so much what you were doing as in being the the main point, uh, the, the focal point. Uh, it was directing their play. Mm-hmm. So I would th- they should be playing on their own. They should be doing their own thing in their own way. Uh, and if they require assistance, then they will ask for it you don't always need to jump in and direct their play. You don't always need to feel like you have to teach them how to do things, uh, how to put, for example, um, the star into the star-shaped hole, yeah? Let them mm-hmm. figure it out. And that was something which I thought was, you know, a good thing to do, but it, it's not at all. They, they need to have their own interactions with the environment.
1: Indeed, indeed. Okay, Magnus, give us your final point.
0: Final point. Um, so my final parenting philosophy is: throw your kid about w- 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 within reason. Yep. Um, okay. What what I mean? Yeah, what what I mean? Is, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Don't, don't 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 launch a scooter at their head or anything We're like gonna that. We're
1: going to get the NSPCC um, in our case here, Magnus.
0: But potentially, potentially. But um, what what I mean by this is: pick them up give them a good swirl about get that fluid in their ear canals sloshing about um now i i anecdotally believe it accelerated Quinn's balance and coordination skills and it also made us a lot closer um
1: yeah okay
0: that's uh, that's my philosophy
1: fair enough well that you know yeah, i think it is I fun agree. as well too to uh you know to mess around i used to do that a lot with my little sister when she she was like 5 years old and i'd been a, i was a teenager and we used to do wrestling matches when I was babysitting her and stuff, and I can't wait till Emily is big enough for me to do that. That'd be quite yeah. fun. Like, I still have to be careful with her because she's very fragile as a two-year-old. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, right. I can't
2: body slam her. So,
1: all right, John. Well, take this one Close home. Line. Take this yeah. one home, John.
2: So mine uh, heads around teaching them responsibility. Um, I think that's that's key. Uh, you you make a mess, you tidy up. Don't expect other people to do it for you. Um, you you know that everybody needs to take responsibility for a piece of something. Now they've learned to make breakfast for themselves because they like to get up early. So we sat there and taught them how to... Well, I'll say my wife sat there and taught them how to make their milk, get their cookies out and all the rest of it. And now they've divided responsibility on who's going to do what and I think letting them take responsibility for certain things, and if you make a mess in your room, you tidy up your own room. No one else is going to do it for you. So you and you'd expect them that by a certain time they tidy up their room. And I think mm. giving them responsibility as teaching responsibility is going to be a big thing as they develop because people need to learn to have responsibility, and it's what helps you to develop as a human. The more responsibility you take for things, the more you you develop and you succeed. That's my mm. my sort of philosophy dad philosophy on things and it's proven mm. out to go quite well with them as well so i'm quite happy with it thoughts yeah,
1: yeah sounds sensible to me it does yeah, makes no resilience. i was expecting
2: insults or something nothing
1: damn <laughs> see, it's just <laughs> like no, two it's, degrees it's over there i was
2: expecting you to rip into me matt nothing <laughs> nothing no, it's ridiculous i'm
1: feeling very peaceful today Oh, very nice. Well, yeah. Uh, So that is the end of that (laughs) section. Well, Um, yeah. (laughs) But I kind of feel like we should do a bit of Am I Being Unreasonable before we round this episode out. Oh, oh, I
0: I feel so. So,
1: how about we take a brief break and then we'll come back and finish off with Am I Being Unreasonable? So, we'll see you in just a moment for that. Welcome back to this final segment of the 29th episode of Overly Honest Dads, and it's time for a bit of "Am I Being Unreasonable?" So, for anyone for whom this is your first time listening, "Am I Being Unreasonable?" is a section where we go through some posts on Mumsnet where um, the posters are generally asking about issues they're facing in their lives, and they want to know if they're being unreasonable or not. It's very similar to the Reddit board "Am I Being an Asshole?" Um, or "Am I the Asshole?" Sorry, um, and so we're gonna read them out and then give our assessments on the scenarios and the first one is from a poster called Love Your Advice and the subject line is Am I being unreasonable to think that furlough at 80% is far too generous? So let's read on. Um, I'm just interested about what others think. I think fine to do this for the first three months, but really do feel it should be down to 60% or 70% maximum by now. People on 80% of salary with no travel or expenses related to working away from home are really not doing badly, especially since so much less to spend your money on. Um, you could also try and improve your English with this extra time that you're being furloughed, but anyway. Um, it is everyone else I think is having a tough time. Whether it's kids not getting free school meals in holidays or freelancers or those who've lost their jobs i'll prefer the pain to be shared so if on furlough yes lots of free time and yes having to tighten your belt a little would it not be better to pay less in furlough i'm thinking 65 percent. it keeps going down and more to those who don't qualify but are having a very tough time financially
0: well i i, I agree with the sentiment but i, I don't like the the, the the tone she's using it two large mega companies know, if they cheap. were taxed so Oh, is it, is it a she?
1: Well, it's mum's debt, so it's a fair bet.
0: Am I showing my bias here, John? But yeah. No diversity, I, I no inclusion. We, What's the matter with you, Magnus? <laughs> if, if you tax two large companies, it would pay for the furlough scheme in no time. And it's an argument for universal basic income as well. Like, people don't get paid enough in any case. And I think it's capped at two and a half thousand yeah. anyways. Is that right? Two and a half yeah. thousand? Yeah, it like, is capped. De- de- depending upon where you are in the country that could either uh, either be pretty good or or terrible okay no it could be know. terrible in certain places <laughs> it just yeah, it, it it could be it could yeah. be you know i i don't i don't think it's unreasonable at all yeah. in any way
1: especially you know we we all live in london uh, listeners and um, you know if you're living down here and you're paying rent you are probably paying quite a lot of money and if you are maybe the sole or the main breadwinner in your house and you're on furlough and there's not much else money coming in well 2500 won't go very far here no, um so, and to at some people that will sound crazy but it's the genuine god's honest truth i'm not going to tell you guys what my rent is but it's very high um so mm-hmm. i think it's fair to say that love your advice is being a bit unreasonable in this instance Um, so these are all some of these are very topical so we're recording on fireworks night and this uh, uh, this next poster is called Lockdown Queen and her Subject line is that my be oh no, it's just neighbor asked us not to do fireworks. So neighbor asked us not to do fireworks. And the post reads as follows. I'm in a group chat with girls on our new build estate. Why do you say new build estate? You don't really need to specify that. Anyway, I'm getting I'm getting waylaid here. <clears throat> I'm in a group chat with, uh, with girls on our new build estate. I sent out a pre warning as hubby has gone and bought some fireworks. Everyone was fine and said they will be in their gardens to watch them. Then one of the girls asked us not to, as her dog has severe panic attacks. I don't know what to do. Kids have been looking forward to them. Am I being unreasonable to go ahead and do them?
2: <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, Job. i fucking do them. Just oh, so, do them. Oh, so,
1: so, right, right let, 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 let's explore the morality here. On the one hand, you've got dog having a panic attack. On the other hand, you've got... How do you know the children? dog's having
2: a fucking panic attack because he's breathing into a fucking bag? Oh
1: no, dogs! Do, you mean dogs he's don't barking?
2: Really That's the dogs only bark. They don't have panic attacks. Nah, they bark. They, no, they don't. Off. Uh, John, I, I,
0: nah, I... you've not seen the videos, man. They. They, they have some serious meltdown. Like I know I know that really this is where bad. we are to and see this first. This, this, this is
1: anyway. my brother's dog tonight hiding out under a blanket because he's scared of uh, he's scared yeah. of the fireworks. So it's a real thing, <laughs> yeah. you know. That that poor greyhound. He doesn't know what's happening.
0: Oh,
2: look at that cute little boy. Yeah. Oh, so man. so John, yeah, John nah. so
1: John is in favour of canine panic attacks. That's what yes. I'm hearing
2: and 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 not just that is remember where you are in the food chain and i believe we still sit on the top and i'm not bending oh, to a John. fucking dog oh, no wonder you run over that seagull <laughs> yes, Magnus. That's exactly why. Know your no, you're No, in the I think
0: that's harsh. No, I, 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 if if it was up to me, I would say fuck off to all fireworks. They're shit, and we can do
1: drugs. What? Drug no, they're
2: brilliant. Yeah, they're are. Brilliant they are. They are.
1: They're shit. Right. Can I just read out another comment to you guys? So someone, uh, someone, a poster called Burr has posted underneath this saying, "Go for it. My son has panic attacks when dogs run up to him, but people still walk dogs every single day." ah fucking yes <laughs> that's a false equivalence like you know that, you're that not is, gonna, not same, you, we're not man, gonna eradicate we. dogs just because someone has panic attacks exactly. you know we're not gonna er- erase a species from existence exactly. equality because of, <laughs> of her uh, child but you know manners are a thing you know it's uh, whew, well i don't get myself worked up about this but seriously i like, like this one this is good yeah um I don't know. Do you want me to read out some more responses? Um, Yeah, 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 please please. do. Ones that agree with me. So someone called Bluntness100 says, that's difficult. You should not have given a heads up if you were not willing to act on feedback.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Very good point. That is a very good point. It's a very good point. If you'd
1: have just done it and not asked anyone, then you'd have been fine. I would Um, have just said
2: you were invited to fireworks.
1: Guillermo van Helsing... Uh, which is a reference to the very, very good quality TV show uh, What We Do in the Shadows, um, mm-hmm. says, if I knew it was going to traumatise an animal, I couldn't do it. I think most kids would understand that, to be to be honest. Yep, I agree. Um, Simple as that. John, where's your
2: empathy? Nah, I so left, right left a bat back in <laughs> bathing, bathing, bathing catechism. Awful.
1: Okay, so... This next one is from uh, someone called Zuma Rocks. That's Zuma Rocks. And the subject line is, am I being unreasonable to not want to give my dinner to the dog? So another dog themed one. Uh, It goes as follows, lost it with my husband today and would like to know everyone's thoughts on this totally unimportant issue. Every time I cook something that could potentially have leftovers for the dog, my dear husband will intervene before I have too much or seconds because the dog could have that. At least three or four times now I've stated that I cooked it and if I want to eat it, then I will. Uh, Then comes a chorus of poor doggy, mummy ate your dinner, (laughs) etc. I like your style, that's funny. Um, Anytime (laughs) I go out anywhere, uh, I always, without fail, sort out food for everyone before I go. Today I went for a haircut, made a shepherd's pie for everyone before I went, got back for leftovers, was starving, so just took the dish out of the oven and started eating. Dear husband comes in, oh, you're eating it straight out of there. Yes, yes, I am, because I'm starving, I laughed. Oh, I thought the dog could have some of that, he said. Uh, I said... Uh... <laughs> Then I said, not likely, I'm really hungry. Then he said, but there was loads in there. At this point, I lost my shit. I literally had two mouthfuls of the dinner I cooked. In a totally melodramatic gesture, I put the whole lot in the dog's bowl so it was overflowing, while shouting that he had zero respect for me and that I am the bottom of the pile. Everyone else gets to eat their dinner, no problem, but if I have the audacity to eat the thing I (laughs) bloody cooked, I get told it's not fair on the dog, for fuck's sake. I said, when he starts cooking, he will get to bloody well decide what the dog gets.
0: <laughs> that's joke. that dude is mentally ill he's, he's wearing her down yeah. that is so ridiculous yeah. that's ridiculous such
2: a petty <laughs> petty I mean, petty man mommy ate your dinner part of me <laughs> respects
1: his game but at the same time i don't really i don't think dude, it's, it's not fair. Right. it's not fair i, no, right? I, I would respond calmly
2: not. if i was out so. i would cook him cook him the fucking dog for christmas
1: Kill him and make a wallet. John, 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 John. John, John. John just this, cook this him, is,
2: cook him the dog. It's us no, just suck off. John, this, this stop is, it. No. Why?
1: Why? Because people love dogs.
2: Oh, it's, okay. it's okay to kill turkeys love and chickens, but
1: it's not all right to kill dogs. No, because dogs are dogs are class. Dogs look after you. And and dogs um, um, and when
0: would a dog die from from experiencing a fluttering piece of paper in the wind?
2: Yeah, no, but the, the reality the reality is like. <laughs> I don't know. I I just I just think there's there's such a worship for dogs, and I just think thirty years ago they were happy to sit outside and play in the garden and, and, and live in filth, and now they they're in sofas and they have to have fucking home cooked dinners. It's I, insane. I I I
0: don't I don't think there's a singular worship for dogs. Yes, some people are really into them. I think it's more so just a growing
2: respect for all life. Yeah, not I respect. Oh, by the way, oh Matt, you're gonna hate me for this. I, I, I'm oh, officially good. one month and six days vegetarian really yeah so fuck you uh, (laughs) exactly yeah there you go i'm not allowed to kill a dog but you know fuck you because you're a vegetarian john (laughs) oh matt your face
0: Misters can't see your face like that, that 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 horrific disgust
1: Like,
2: John was no longer
1: your friend anymore in that moment.
2: (laughs) I don't think we've been friends in a while, to be
1: honest. Let's let's just wrap. Let's get to the end of this episode, shall we? Um, Right, so I've got one last one last post for you guys.
2: (laughs) And I'm very close to being vegan. The only thing is I like cheese, Matt. Otherwise, I'd probably be full-blown vegan. Hold, hold, hold hold up. That's a step too far, John. We can't joke about that. Yeah. Why not? Saving the planet one meal at a time, motherfucker. Mm,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, but that's not how it works, is it? Anyway, um, I, th- this next one is from someone called Nail Girl. And the post is I have received someone's disciplinary letter by mistake. Reads as follows. So I've opened my personal email account. I don't know why I said personal email account because, I mean, that's kind of implied. Um, it is it is clearly nail Girl at Gmail or whatever. The email says, dear Nail, um, and discussed details of a disciplinary for next week and said, see attachments. Um, panicking, I opened the attachments as, of course, my first name is Nail, except this is a whole different person. Name, address, medical details and documents. OMG. The email is signed off. Best wishes for your well-being not my company OMG I emailed them back and said Nail Girl is not Nail Bon Jovi. I don't know why. Uh, oh, yeah, she's so just using fake names. Okay, so I've emailed them back and said, Nail Girl is not Nail Bon Jovi. As uh, should have been obvious from the email address, I, su- I suggest you contact Nail Bon Jovi pretty sharply and tell them that her confidential disciplinary stuff was sent to the wrong email. Obviously, I opened the attachment due to the informal tone of the email that was addressed to me by my first name. I will be printing off these documents tonight and posting them first thing in the morning for her to address. I assume that this would be the right thing to to do.
0: What? Yeah,
1: oh, uh, okay. I, that, it was all, it was all messed up that, that they made bit. such
2: a massive mistake. I mean, they could be sued for that. That's insane.
0: But, but, but what, why did she take it upon herself to mail, print it off, and mail the documents?
2: I, I, I think because, to be honest, I, I, I would do the same because it would give that person who the disciplinary is going against actually quite a bit of ammunition against the company. I would do it just for Ooh. that, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, if you want to be altruistic in that way, I guess. Yeah, you're giving you're given that person a huge amount of ammunition because the company has made that much of a big mistake under GDPR regulations, they're fucked. For
0: sure. For sure. But she shouldn't she shouldn't be admitting it now, to, to, to the... there's
1: an awful Go lot on. of debate underneath the post about whether or not you should print them out and send them to the intended recipient. Um, it, I'd say the majority of people are saying that you shouldn't, but there are quite a few people that are saying that you should and that that would be the right thing to do. Uh, but mm. it is a tricky moral situation to be in. It's almost like um, finding out that your friend's partner is cheating on them. And trying to work mm. out whether you should tell them. Yeah, yeah, true. It's got it's from the same moral vein, I'd suggest. That's but anyway, point. that brings us to the end of another episode. Um, so I hope you have enjoyed your time with us today. Um, few bits of housekeeping before we wrap up. Um, if you enjoy this podcast on the off chance that you've not been completely repelled by our repugnant personalities then please tell other people about our podcast. Tell your friends. If you've got a friend who's going to be a parent for the first time send us. tell them about this podcast. We sometimes talk bullshit but sometimes we, we, we talk sense. You know if you talk enough shit eventually you'll talk sense um, and so hopefully we do. Um, subscribe like do that kind of stuff review you know those lovely things. We have an Instagram account where John posts. Literally, these memes have not got any better. They <laughs> consistently <laughs> shit. Um, but, <laughs> but, but you know, John, he, he tries. Sorry, John. He really tries. And and he, you know, God loves a tryer. Um, and so yeah, so check out <laughs> our Instagram account. Uh, our episodes are on Facebook. If you want to just stare at our logo. Go whilst whilst you hear our voices. Charlie, are you okay? Are you
0: okay? I can't see your full face. Are you you upset? Are you crying? No, it's true, though. They're
1: really shit. (laughs)
0: <laughs> fucking diabolical
1: yeah they're not he's not wrong they are really are
0: um, we have a tr- everything is shit the logo is shit no, the, the that logo's was yours not bad job. <laughs> the is not the lo- bad the logo <laughs> I'm having people take the piss out of <laughs> that logo
1: yeah but these are people but I digress that, these are people that aren't putting themselves out into the world and, and they don't have a creative outlet and so they're pulling oh. you down out of jealousy Magnus they're pulling you down yeah, maybe you're out right. of jealousy they want to be a part yeah. of this and they can't because because they're not original like us. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so... <laughs> We also have an email address (laughs) Our email address is OverlyHonestDads at gmail.com That's OverlyHonestDads at gmail.com Send us your feedback, your thoughts Your questions, if you guys have questions We can answer them, if there's anything That you want us to expand upon, why not We will do that, we are here to serve you The listening public Um, So all that remains is for me To thank you the listeners, thank you for lending us your ears We really appreciate it And although I probably shouldn't I will thank Magnus my pleasure. Thanks, and I'll guys. thank John. Thank you, Matthew. John hates dogs. See you later everyone. Good night.